And um, hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to this um, new path of the Pure Love and Harmony. Uh, Shannon, <laughs> uh, welcome. Mm -hmm. I really, I'm really glad. Um, take it from here, I guess. That would be the most natural. <laughs> no, hello. Hello. I'm really happy, happy to be here. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you guys, seriously, like, I love what you do from the, from the moment we connected, I thought what you do is incredible. So it's a, it's an honor and a joy to be here to get to talk about this more. Wonderful. Wonderful. So actually, maybe that would be a good, uh, good kicking to start this series of the, of the, of the podcasts. Um, how did we met? I guess that could be the, how all of this, uh, how all of this occurred. Yeah. And well, look how, look how long we, we, we got along. I know. Beginning, right? It is just the beginning. And yeah, I love how the universe conspires to bring people together. Like, like it did, like it did with us and all through my dog. <laughs> so. Once, once upon a time. <laughs> once upon a time. Yeah, gosh. Well, you know, feel free to chime in, Sasha. I will, I will start the story. But um, yeah, I had my beautiful little dog Izzy, um, who had gone too long and needed her her little nails trimmed. So I stopped by to ask if they could, uh, if you guys do that for me, and yeah, we are in Fairfield. During the pandemic, yeah, that's a good point to make. We're during the pandemic, and I was in from Los Angeles, so Izzy had not been able to get groomed and get her nails, and she was way overdue. And I had heard great things about you guys, so I popped in just to see if you guys could help me out to at least get her nails trimmed till I could get her in to get groomed. And you were very sweet to uh, fit fit her in, and then. I think then really kind of fast forward when, when you, we did go ahead and do the grooming, like I, think I actually, let you know. I think well, actually the first time was the one that we like, why did we, why, why did you came back? Yeah. Right? And what, okay. what happened next is a, is a true story. I don't know. Do you want to go there tonight or we can keep that for some other time, but it's also either or. Maybe we'll do As like maybe we'll do cliff notes tonight, and then we can go deeper later. Okay, then that 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 portion, uh, I think that would be because it's very emotional. Yeah. So you you go through what you feel it's appropriate and nice for today. Okay. And then later on, we're gonna do on some uh, some other time. We're gonna we can go especially little... dedicate uh, easy episode because yes. I think she's Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think that that would be a beautiful thing to do. So yeah, just like the cliff note version is, um, so as, as you started trimming your nails and stuff, you were asking me what had happened and she had started having seizures. Um, and you had asked what had happened, if anything had happened before then. And quite a lot had happened before then. Um, and so as I shared some of that with you, and we'll get into that more later, but as I shared this with you, you, you I saw on your face, oh, oh, and as, it, as if you understood why, why she might have been impacted and started having seizures. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to know, I want to understand this because Izzy taught me so much about love. I mean... At the time when I got her, I was working way too long in the corporate world, you know, like 
12, 14 hour days traveling over the week. And when I got her, it really showed me how much I was working all the time. And so the thought of that I wasn't as much as I loved her and I was trying to give her the best life to think there might've been some things I could have done better that would have helped her stay in better health was really like impactful to me. And at first it made me sad, you know, that, that I could be responsible for that. And then it, then it made me go, you also helped me understand that dogs have a contract. They have a, they, they get to decide too what they take on and, and how they respond as well. So I started just to understand the relationship between humans and dogs better, that they really are part of our family and they get impacted in the family just like we do, like with the rest of our family. Yes. To play by the rules of the family, that dynamic the dog is belong to. Right. And every single family have its own rules, its own subconscious, you know, the family consciousness that creates a subconsciousness of the family individuals, right? And then when the dog, the dog that operates on completely other energetical level that we are just, you know, we, we just do to get to that point to at least try to live in that world of uh, pre-material world, if we can say, the spiritual world, that yeah, like kind of that's everyday life. That's that's the dog life 24-7. And for come true, right? Right. Yeah. And then that, that's that's the that's the very good point where you said like uh, the dogs are assigned a certain role in the family, and they can't uh, skip those rules. They they must obey by the rule of the law of the of the nature because they don't have a choice. Yeah, it's fascinating though. You know, yeah. to, to think of it that way. And um, I I was impacted, too, by, again, going back to my how I treated her, right? Like, ways I thought I was helping her or taking care of her might have been not the best um, way to support her. And so she might have ended up feeling like she had to protect me more rather than me looking out for her. And I think that's something that a lot of people would benefit from knowing about, like if you could share more about that, because I think a lot of us have the best intentions because we love our dogs so much. They, they really are pure love and harmony. I mean, they really are that name. And they add so much to our lives. But in our way of maybe over-coddling or if we talk baby talk to them or whatever, like certain things we do that they – we need to understand better how that interprets for them. They, we don't speak their language, neither they. And when the, when we have, we have this, uh, we have this, you know, we are learned to do that. We are, we are born into this, I, I must say like a fake environment that all of us spend lives and, and, and all kinds of techniques in order to overcome all of these layers of conditioning. Like, who am I? 
right? right? Who am I? If yeah. I if I pull away my my family environment that I grew in and genetical inheritance of all that comes good and bad that comes with that, my shape of the nose and color of the eyes, but also the emotional burden and emotional happiness that comes with the with the with the with the family memory, uh, and then we have. The schools we choose, the, the towns we live in, the environment that shaped us for who we become today. In order to meet who I really am, I need to transcend all of those layers and to come to the source, to the sap of my existence. And the dogs see that. Mm. The dogs are in tune with our sap that we are not aware exist and we, we are searching for it. They're attuned to our path, like our path to enlightenment. They're attuned to that. There you go. Because that, that's what the purpose of the, any relationship is to help us grow, to help us grow. And then, you know, why I'm able to, you know, talk about you and our, you know, usually relationship, like uh, our relationship, is great but if you can just change this then it would be perfect right and everything everything is projected everything is like towards you mm-hmm. if you would just then we would right but it's a, right. it's a, no it's 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 kind of it's a mirror game so what yeah. bothers me in you i should look within myself right and then uh, oftentimes fails because the pressure of that is too much or some other relationship served its purpose and it's time to move on right i love you for who you are and if i expect you for who you are then i need to find my place next to you and that might not being together right yes does that make sense yeah like i mean like perfect human relationship that's what i was gonna say and you're talking about humans yeah i was right talking now. about the humans now that that yeah. makes sense right Mm-hmm. And then, but you need to have, we need to have courage to do that. You know, going out from the relationship on time is the most magical, uh, you need the magical uh, tools to know when the moment is to move away, uh, to move yeah. forward, right? But that's hard, that's, Sasha. That's like... Of course it's hard. That's like, I don't know very many people that would feel like they were successful at exiting the relationship at just the right time. We knew. Like, I think we need to learn more about that because and there, there we have them as a garden angel to talk, talk, talk to us. Like, to, you know, to, to learn. To, yeah. Let's say, let's let's see, let's talk about this. Like, um, always the dogs come in our life when the time is right. Mm-hmm. And you would always you you would see actually. For example, we had this uh, yeah. we had this partnership relationship. It was a business relationship, right? And uh, I was, I said to myself, like, oh my God, we need, we need to have a dog, like me and Vedran, like it's our, you know, we do all of this pure <laughs> and harmony, and then we have this, this, uh, you know, amazing um, uh, the guy that was working, you know, Patrick, you met Patrick, yeah, yeah. and he said, like, uh, you need to leave what you preach about the dogs and a human-dog relationship, it doesn't make sense for you to go out and teach other people uh, without you having actually a dog. Yes. And I said, yeah. yeah, it's time to... But I knew that bringing a dog will change some sort of the family dynamic. Because once the dogs come in our life, nothing stays as it was. Mm. Yeah. 
Because the dog becomes the source of stress, representing something that I'm not having in the relationship I'm have, I am, and now I need the help and support. That can help relationship strengthen and grow, or it can help relationship split. Okay, so let's talk about that for a minute. Like, what what are the factors? Just that... just, just a second to the, oh. just to finish this little thing because I said we 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 had a dog. Like we have a dog. Okay, now yeah. And yes. the, how how now the dynamic of the dogs coming in our life was, like we had this misunderstanding in our business relationship with the partners. Okay, and now. Um, it, it becomes like tense and tense and we tried and everyone is trying and doing his best and things like that. And finally I said like, oh my God, like we're going to have a dog next week. And we find, I was like calling the lady and said, yeah, we need a dog. And I, I like papillons and I see that you have a puppies and she's great. She, the bat is amazing, um, you know, breeder and cares about the dogs perfectly. But let, let's go this, like a dog came to our home in on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So now, now my family, our family now is veteran, myself, and the dog. That was Thursday. On Tuesday next week, we split with a partner. Because the dog mm-hmm. came in the place, in the place of the real support towards our movement forward. And then, you know, whatever happened, the, the, the breakup relationship, breaking up the relationships is never present, but always happen when, and the dogs can show us when the time is to consider making a next step. So whenever we come, we get a dog in our life, there is a time to see the context in which dog, dog, uh, dog, dog exists in our life. And later on, when I put a little order of harmony constellation um, to see like what our next, what to do, things like that. And we can dive in in the order of harmony later. Like we, we saw that the, our little dog and our partner stayed at the same place. And the constellation, like a stars, you, you can have two represent of the same energy. And, you know, uh, occupying the same space. When one comes, the other goes. Okay. Or forcefully doing it brings much suffering and pain. Forcefully doing what? Forcefully remaining in the constellation that remaining in the constellation that doesn't exist anymore. Right. Because we don't see tomorrow, we don't see the future, we don't know what the next step is, we want to be secure that there is a check coming, this is coming, everything is coming, and you may compromise. You always compromise with yourself, but not you, not you, but me, or we, or everyone is compromising. And there is always price to pay to every compromise. Price is good because the price we need to pay over over brings, how do you say that, over... um, uh, brings more more than than the compromise you give. So it's some compromises are good to make. Right. The other ones are fertile. Yeah. And you do, do, do no one benefits from them. 
Yeah. And the future is somewhere else. And then you, you see our life unfold. Tap, 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 tap. The dog comes, yeah. this closed chapter, and the dog, and the dog becomes, uh, because every single time the dogs are in a role of representing something on someone. Hmm. Take it because you said taking the burden is actually playing the role of something or someone that 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 is buried conscious mind and that we are not aware of that. Yeah, so interesting. It's really interesting that like they can't so the two in the space, one has to go. Yeah. And if you try to 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 keep them both there, then it's it creates suffering. Yeah. So that's making me think, I mean, you know, some of my story, but, um, when I was with my now ex, you know, partner, um, there was me, his, my stepson, his son, my dog Izzy. And then we got a dog for Max, um, for, for my stepson. And I'm now wondering, like you said, like we, I didn't think of it in terms of getting another dog is going to change our whole family dynamic. But it did. It, it totally it did. Yeah. I mean, I, and I wonder, like, I don't know for sure what it represented, but I mean, we were on a path and we ended up, you know, ending. Yeah. Um, so it's making me wonder, like, you can, now you can maybe, now you can maybe, you know, uh, dive in deeper, like when the easy came in your life, the circumstances of the life. Yes. Was the easy resource you needed in order to end the relationship on time, getting that strength that you didn't have. Yeah. Well, when Izzy came into my life was pre him, but when she came into my life, she, she totally came into the support. I needed to leave my corporate job. There you go. Absolutely. She did. It's always thousand percent. It's always the resource yes. you need in order to move on. It's easy to move on into the, out from the relationship, out from the partnership, out from the business, out from here, out from there. The dog come in our life as a source, as a resource. Yeah. Yeah. And the resource we have in our life is always present. We are just not aware of them. Yeah. Sometimes the resource come as an inspiration from the music in the book we read, the dynamic that sometimes we will be able to recognize the resources right. around us, but we don't live present enough to right. be aware of those resources, right? right? Yeah. And sometimes the life, the life pushes us in the materializing the resource. Yeah. Sometimes it comes in a, in a form of the friend or the relationship of the humankind. But when the real life struggle begins, at this point of our consciousness, the humans can't help. Yeah. They, because it's a They cannot help, challenge. you said. They cannot because They should. That should be like that. But we are not aware. Now, in order for, I think like uh, uh, the, 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 the consciousness of our, at the moment, is like egocentric. Like uh, the mankind is yeah. very egoistic. Right, definitely. But that's 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 a way of getting rid of the ego. I don't know into a super ego, like where we can see everything as is. Yeah, it's that this bubble of the ego should explode. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But the balloon explode. You need to. You need to overblow it. So I think that we are somewhere in that. That the ego is so high in our yeah. relationship 
because it need to blow away. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That makes sense, maybe. Yeah. And then, so the, because of that, when the life threaten uh, uh, changes, uh, life threaten um, challenges are in our life. For example, if you do not move from the relationship of your business, corporate life, you might get, you might die. Yeah. Right? If you don't move away from the toxic relationship, you might be killed. Yeah. If you don't move away from the, from the, I don't know where, whatever we need, but we can't do it alone. That's the pro, that's the whole, yeah. oh. we, we can't, we are. So it's so Sorry. true though. No, I'm just, I'm just affirming what you're saying because I even called Izzy my angel because she helped me get out of, she helped me have the courage to get out of the corporate world because I was getting sick. I was actually much more sick than I thought I was because I was just mm. pushing with adrenaline and I was in such a toxic environment. It turns out I had like bleeding ulcers. Like there was all kinds of things going on that I was worse than I thought I was, but she helped me see that. Like because yeah, I because I didn't want to leave her home those long hours by herself, I started seeing like how long I was working and how long, you know, I didn't want to always leave her with someone else when I traveled for work. So I started seeing how much I was traveling and how out of balance my life was. And she, she taught me that she showed me that and the love that she had, like the supportiveness, like that love that they have, that pureness was such a different vibration than what I was having at work. That it also really married the, married the mirrored the absence of what was in my world. Yeah, and then then that's a that's a wonderful way you put it together. Then you feel it's I don't think so. It's a conscious at that point because I think like now you are watching the story and you are able to reveal yeah, the pieces, it's right? Yeah, and then, yeah. But but the moment when the moment when it's happening, you are just not aware yeah. of that happens, yeah. right? You need so. And then when it happens, while we are going through that process, and we take the steps needed in order to move on, because they are not easy. It's not easy to move away from the corporate world that you feel is depending mm -hmm. on you. It's not easy to move away from the from the marriage that is caught in the in the financial uh, uh, you know bubble that you feel like you won't get enough or what's yours if you even think about divorcing, right? So, and then you get a dog and then you are not alone. You have someone by your yeah. side that trusts you and has you for who you are. And they love you for who you are, that you are not even aware of who you are. Yes. Yeah. And then we feel guilty towards them, right? Because you feel there is someone that, the, that you start depending on that actually depends on you. And when, then we start overloading them with the care that is unnatural for them. Mm, and that's unnatural for them. The, yeah, because we, we, we take them as a humans. We right. actually, because what we do is we, we see the dog as, as the dog is like easy or little Henny or whoever dog is, right? But something, what we are connected is that what is the source of our support that lives through the dog. The so I see the dog, but I feel someone else, someone or something that I need for my support. And the guardian angel is through the dog, 
in the shape and form of a dog. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we and then what we are actually what we are actually paying back to a dog is not to a dog, but do that what the dog represents. Mm. And that we are constantly connected to that. And that is why we see that as another person. And there is a humanization of the dog starts. Right. Yeah, I can see that. And that's a moment of the that's that's the moment where everything collapsed because the dogs are not humans. The dogs the dog a little easy. If you would be able to take an uh, egg of the little Izzy and put a uh, sperm of the wolves together in the lab, you would get a fertile, uh, you would get a offspring of theirs that can breed moving on. So the Izzy is a wolf in a, a cage. Wolf? Yeah, is a in wolf a in a cage. Yeah. It's the same species in a cage, mm. in a cage and in a shape that you, and that's because they are so sweet and we can carry them in our mm. purses and bags and things like that. And on, on the other side, all of that power that we get through them, yeah, we miss the point. We miss the point. And then we, we miss the point by human pure love because they saved our life to go through that our moment. Life. And now we are paying it back, but without knowing whom we are actually paying we overburn that gets that. a little that gets a little confusing though okay go can, can you can we, can we back that up for a second so yes please we think we're loving them we're, but we're humanizing them because that's how we know how to love so kind of like to rephrase that we love them the way we know how as a human but they need to be loved as a dog because we're loving them yes. based on what they're what what they're giving us but really that's something else Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. There, there is a point, but maybe I just use too many words to explain a simple thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no or maybe common, I just you know? You know, went over my head and I need to like bring it down a level. Okay. Please do so because I think the other people would love to learn the same, yeah, I, I guess. People say that my heart's in the right let's place say. and I think most people feel like they're loving and taking care of their dog. But So it's kind of like a wake-up call to think, oh my gosh, the way I'm loving them isn't actually the best way to support them. Yes. Uh, so it can, the answer to that question can be very simple okay. and doesn't need an explanation. And it can be done. Yes, we do need to see dogs for who they are, okay, what for who, they, who are. they represent. Okay. And what they represent is? Okay. There you go. For example, uh, Family constellation and family dyna dynamic is very complex way. And as, as we said, the family consciousness creates unconsciousness of the family individuals. Does that make sense? Family consciousness creates unconsciousness of the individuals. Yes. yes, that belongs to that family. Okay, yes. Okay. It's very wide and broad, complex structure yes. that includes... A lot of ones that we know about, but also a lot of ones that we don't know about. For right. example, that came up in mine. Yes, descended children. Yeah. Uh, people, for example, uncle that no one loved because he gambled, or the grandmother that died alone in Budapest with the 20 cats and the palaces that no one learned exist, and right. all kinds of those. So the fam every family has a secrets, right? 
Yes. And the secrets of the family become a destiny of the members of the family that move on. Oof. It's oof. Yes. But it is. But it is. And I get it. But that's 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 the that's the beauty of it. It's and then beautiful. Look at, look at, that's kind of sorry? like generation. Sometimes we refer to that like the generational trauma gets passed down. Yes, but we're we are not aware, aware of, of it. Yeah. yeah, but that's the that's the beauty of it that we are not aware of that. Every single time when you say I know, it's not that because you know about that. That's not a secret. It's not buried in the subconsciousness. If, yeah. if it's in a conscious rela- realization of it, it's not. It doesn't bother us because yes. then becomes a choice. Yes. So if it's something consciously in my mind. Is I know about that, and I just you know I it's difficult for me to have a diet, or it's difficult for me to stop gambling, drinking, whatever. At one point, become a choice of me letting my destiny control because I'm I don't have a power over it because it's harder than, than me. The 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 drive, and until right. I do not make a conscious decision. I, and discipline myself, you know, lock your, lock your both hands uh, to a, to a yeah. table so you don't go to gamble or something like that. And if you do that for 21 days, your physiology Changes. will start changing. Yeah. And by changing the physiology that's not impacted with a bad behavior anymore, that's a conscious decision, we change yeah. within. Yes. And as we change within the within starts radiate through our actions. And then, um, how it's, it's beautifully said, first we act, we, we, first we are unconsciously competent. So we don't know what we are doing and why we are right. doing it. Right, yeah. When we become aware of something, then we, we, we become a consciously competent. So now I know what right. I'm doing. So it's- and I, if I want to change the behavior pattern, I need to take it to a point where my behavior becomes unconsciously competent. So I'm doing the right thing unconsciously, like driving a car. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. Now, I think I took a too broad. Uh, I went too much <laughs> away from the point. But uh, let me at least try to... Uh, uh, you kind of like... I love having you here because this chit-chat yeah. um, well, might we're... help me, <laughs> I guess. Like, let me, let me get back just to this point. Like, <clears throat> so now we are, for example, uh, something makes me very angry. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now I need to see why. What triggers me makes me angry. What are the triggers? So if I really want to work out the trigger and my anger, I need to see through the fear, through the anger, right? To yeah. see who is behind the anger, whose destiny I'm living. And when these triggers around me arises, I feel someone else's anger, or is it my anger? Does that anger come from my experience or that anger come from experience? So like someone else in our family lineage, like yes. th- what, what was passed down yeah. in our DNA. Yeah, there you go. Versus what is like my own Belie- uh, experience. Yeah. yeah. So, and now the source of that anger that becomes my life team, because a lot of things makes me angry, I'm easily thrown out from the balance because no matter what, if I don't look through the anger, 
I will not be able to meet the source of the anger. That's nothing to do with the person. Person is just a trigger. Yeah. So when I approach the, that hidden dynamic that lives in my DNA and makes me angry every single time that someone pushes the button, I will have more and more people coming into my life to push the button so I can finally see the source of anger. Yeah. So, for example, the source of anger can be mine, but let's go uh, and bury it uh, deeply in our unconscious mind because maybe it was trauma that's uh, in, order to, in order to survive, the child has only option is to freeze, mm-hmm. right? So you freeze in time that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Okay? I can relate but to what that. Is, yeah. What is my source of life becomes a source of my fear. It's the same because if I can overcome a fear, can you imagine, for example, let's, 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 let's cope Wait, with the fear. Wait, source of life versus source of fear? Like source of life being like God universe being source of fear meaning... No, 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 no. I'm talking about the sort, but I, I, I misunderstood, uh, mis, uh, mistalked about because I was talking about the anger. Let's stick to the anger, okay? okay? So whatever makes me angry, I can't get rid of. What I need to do is I need to embrace the source of anger. Right. And yeah. when I embrace the source of anger, instead of being in my way, it becomes my source of life and my support, my resource. Got it. Yeah. Turns. It's the same point. I get it. Just the opposite. Yeah. The opposite side of it. Well, and I also think you talk a lot, when we talk a lot about that, it's like, again, our dogs as well as the humans in our life um, are there to teach us and mirror and and help us evolve. If mm-hmm. we're conscious enough to say, so if this person made me angry, that rather than blame it on that person, I look at myself and see why did that make me angry? What is in me? Why am I reacting like this? And I get to learn more about myself. Yourself. Yes. And take complete but the fami- responsibility for that. Like that's how we change things, right? Like that's how yeah, we yeah, change yeah. the pattern. But that's why the family constellation is a magical news. Because through the family constellation, we can come to a source of that anger through the representative and actually come to a source of the anger, the experience of the anger. It maybe might be mine, or it might be, for example, oftentimes in a family constellation come to be like anger, for example, the first love of my mother that she was in love with, but alone, and she remained angry forever to that guy, and that anger just was buried in herself, and through her came to me, and now I become angry without knowing what and who is making me angry. (laughs) So now I need a person to represent my my mother's love of her life, right? That he didn't have a chance to live with. And through that person, I can connect. I can connect that guy and have that love as my resource. So now if if I have a dog in my life, and I have a resource hidden in the guy that my mother was in love with. And that's my life resource. Because every single time I was pushed wrongly, I get triggered and I become angry. The only way to deal with that is to embrace and give a place for uh, existence of that person that my mom was 
desperately in love with. Mm-hmm. But also through that desperate in loveness, he became, she became angry at him because he left for no matter what reason. Right. And she never overcome that grief that right. turned later on. In, in a, so now the dog represents that guy. Oh. Because I need that guy in order to work on my, on my, on my anger. In bringing that guy, because anger represents my, my mother's anger toward, for, towards being left alone. Okay, but the dog... Can, can you see the dynamic? Yeah, I see it, but I want to like be, clarify. So, okay, go. So you, you said, said th- your mother was desperately in love and also then very hurt by this man because he left. And that, that was passed on to you. The dog comes into your life and gives you the support to handle this. Is that what that is? Support, yeah. To that, 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 that would be an easy way to okay. say it so together. Not that yes. he becomes that, not that be he very... becomes that guy, but he gives you the support to work through the triggers and the, the emotions you have that you inherited. Because that, that's anyhow part of me. Yeah. Those emotions exist in my right. DNA. I do not put them in my heart. Where do they belong? Where do they I go? I won't be able to over. Where do they Sorry? go? Where do they go? They live through the anger. Instead of having the guy in the right place in my heart, mm. I need to have an anger. It's a, it's you a, need to release the emotions. A, yeah, I release my mother's emotion. It's kind of how you call that. It's a, um, it's a, uh, it's a, um, replacement yes okay yeah so otherwise we, we store all this stuff in our bodies and it creates illness and disconnect and all these other things in us so it's kind of like a very paradoxical more i feel anger angry mm-hmm. more i feel alive because the anger just represents the anger of my mother and in my loyalty to my mother that usually goes like our children are always loyal to mm-hmm. their parents, no matter what they think yeah. or have the relationship with them. I don't know. Did we, did we get too much away from the, from the topic or we are still on the path? Well, because now I want to bring you to the point where I said like the dog is now representing that guy that I don't know nothing about. Neither my mom told any, she's dead now. She descended. She can tell me that about him, but through the family constellation and work, we, working out with the anger, I met him. You met him. I met him. And I was able to place him in my heart where he does belong. And now he becomes my support. But if I would have a dog to represent him, I would be able to uh, embrace the dog, embrace that energy through the dog, but I will misplace the guy into a dog. And being now I want to pay my tribute back, but to the wrong point. It's not the dog. It's true. So who I'm actually talking when I'm talking to my dog in, in, a, in a human language, to the forgotten love of my, my mom. And that's human. And the vision of the dog happens. Because the dogs take a burden of our resource that are the past uh, members and usually unknown members of the family. Wow, that's a lot. You know, like that's a, that's a lot to like sink in for becoming conscious of that we're, we're like, I just like takes me a minute to get my head around the way you said it. Like, 
we love them in a way because we are, we're loving that. Um, like you said, your mom, that was like your, that part of your mom is coming through the dog and then that puts a burden on them. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yep. And that because it's my source, that's my resource. Ah, uh, so you, then now the dog. instead of and then instead of not knowing about what the resources are, I need to be angry or whatever whatever feeling it's coming to be alive, whatever gonna give shape, physical shape, and more because anger you can feel. Yes. Right. You yeah. feel anger. You feel sadness. You feel you feel everything. Those are the physical emotions, and once they are physical emotion. We feel present when we feel angry. As much as we feel present when we are happy, both of those things are, you know, experiences of the body in the moment. Yeah. And both, all of those uh, emotions are giving, um, uh, are representing something or someone, maybe event, trauma, people. And then sometimes they are so intense and then we got sick and we die. That's that's is is as it is, but that's not a, that's that shouldn't be like that, right? And what what we need in order to support to go through that. So, for example, what would be the right way? What would be the right way for this? So, my mom had this relationship, or you can you can you know take whatever. But maybe let me talk about this one because it's very emotional, and maybe a lot of us can can kind of relate to that because we don't know the real love stories of our moms. Right. Yeah. And often, and well, often times as we get older, in, in the time when, as we get older, sorry. Well, like, I think as we get older, you're like you said, you have hindsight, and you're trying to put yeah. pieces together to understand your life and why you are the way you are and the patterns you've done and why you have chosen what you've chosen, and you look back at your parents and you start to put pieces together, and it's really helpful, but it's really interesting when you fold in a dog. Right, these innocent creatures that come in to save with us. This, to yeah, but like I want to like yeah, just understand more how that is because I think that I like the the going back to heal those relationships with your parents. Like, there's so much power in that to understand where your wounds come from, and to mm -hmm. also then be able to see your parents' wounds, like to see them as human finally. And what their hurts yeah. were. And then that can go back then the other generation because you can see, oh, gosh, their parents probably, you know, doing the best they could, handed on, though, some wounds to your parents who which handed them on to you. And as you start and to then, understand. You know, at, at our age, when you touch a, touch a third generation, yeah. you are only in, the, in Second World War. Right. So you're already in that environment where the only, only way to, to, for us to be here is to go through that experience of the of the terrible disaster, what the world was going through. Who cared about how they're going to do that? It was just one purpose of them surviving. surviving. No one cared about, or oh, no one cared about how did they felt, what did they loved, what did they wanted. Mm -hmm. The only one thing mattered: survive. Right. And now we are here experiencing all of that, what they went through, and it's only three generations in behind. Right. You, all, you knew the parents, the, you knew the grandparents and everyone that is, you know, um, left in the concentration camps, died in the battlefield. We all have those stories, and they're very fresh to a memory. Yeah. 
but we carry all of their fears and uncertainties and uh, lost parents and lost fathers and lost mothers and now we are here trying to come to a to a point of the better life and it's never enough yeah nothing is enough mm-hmm. it, the 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 house is too small then the house become big then we need more houses then we need more more, more cars <laughs> more stuff more money more bank accounts and we become what we are looking for is a peace within. Yeah. And who, how, what's, what's going to bring the peace? Just meeting yourself as we are, with everything that we are. So now get back to the but, story of the mothers. And because that's, that's usually, uh, that's why I picked this story, because it came up and it was a very, um, very, um, it might be intense story because my mother and that generation around, uh, she was born and, uh, uh, 1949, so mm-hmm. just after the World War, right? Mm-hmm. So that generation, I don't, I don't know that they will be like living the freedom of choosing the partner as maybe we do today. Yeah. So arrange marriages, and you can marry them, or you can't marry them, or you this is good for you, and that's not good. For you was very, and the impact of the parents was very much powerful for that time. It was normal. Mm-hmm. So it was this experience of the mother not getting married to the guy she, she loved, loved is so much common to every one of us. Mm-hmm. Do we know who that actually is? And do we know what she was going through when she was writing the letters no one read? She was not able to send? Ugh. Will, we, will we ever get to know her grief like, oh. about that? Yeah. No. No, she hid it. She hid it yeah. in her heart. Yeah. But we experience some know where it comes from. Yeah. So, well, they talk so about this. Finally- everything gets passed on in the womb. You know, yeah. I was, my, my graduate degree is in, in marriage, family therapy and psychology. And that was fascinating to me how much is passed on in the womb. They can feel the, your, the pain. They can feel anxiety. They can feel joy. And, the, the, like the the baby experiences all of that in the womb as if it's all real and happening to them. Yeah, because that, that's the it is happening to right. them because it's part of them. Right, because they're so connected. Yes. Doesn't it doesn't end with the birth? No. It keep living, right? And doesn't end with the death. Yeah. It keep living yeah. in the ones that are around us, yeah. and then that that will be uh, after us. So, and then th- let's let's get back to this uh, story about uh, how the dog represents yes. someone that my mother loved so much. And instead of getting angry, now I have this dog that somehow makes me calm every single time I touch him. Every single time I see him, it's bringing me so calm. much joy. Mm-hmm. What's that? What is that? It's not a dog. What is it? It's the energy. It's energy of forgotten love of my mom. Yeah. That lives through the dog. And it's, it's, it's source of my highest valuable resource that I need in order to gain strength and power for the hard decisions in a life. Mm. And then when I see the dog and every single time I touch him, I feel like I'm not a person I'm if I'm not petting the dog. Every single time what I, when I touch the dog, I'm in connection with the energy of my mother's Your mother. Ah, yes. So is it, is it good or 
it's great, but it needs to be conscious. Right. I need to know. I need to know that when I'm touching the dog, who am I actually touching? And that's what I'm telling you. That that's where that the confusion the dog comes. Giving that to you and not to misplace it. Like, cause it's almost like yes. being needy for something and like you take too much from somebody if you don't take, like if you don't fill your cup and then you can, and you get around don't, someone who's really don't giving, you can, but like a dog is naturally so giving so we can just project all of that onto them. Yeah, because don't, don't think that, you know, that that's a very powerful law of balancing between giving and taking. And the people are usually very, very, uh, more in a giving mood than they are in taking or receiving mode because you know it's very very much easy to give and it's so difficult to take what's yours uh, it's very difficult to take what's yours but what can be yours your can be a mic or okay i'm i'm very good in in give i give to the charities i give help everyone that okay. need but also I give blame to the others. I give griefs to the others. I give anger to the others. Also sources of giving. And I'm very good at giving a lot of other things that are good and bad as well. Okay? But then when it comes to take, taking is much harder. And as much as we think we, re we are in receiving mode, receiving mode is, uh, that's why the law is not called law balance, balancing between giving and receiving. It's a giving and taking. So I, it's very active. The receiving is a passive. I sit and I wait to receive. And if someone gives me something, I'm okay. If someone doesn't give me nothing, I'm, not, I'm also okay or I pretend I'm okay. But I'm in the very passive mode of waiting to receive what I think belongs to me. The dogs can teach us uh, that powerful game of taking what's mine taking what's mine is very important because oftentimes we can just because we are not brave enough we believe what's ours in the relationship that we go out from i just want to run away from this relationship because it's so, to so toxic and i leave there part of me that i'm not taking with me i'm not taking from the relationship what i contributed to the relationship how do you do that though Take what's yours. How, I mean, that, that just feels really abstract, though. Like, if something's toxic and you, it, it's, you need to go, how do you take what's yours if you've already For example, given? okay, what's mine? What's mine in a toxic relationship? First, You mean take ownership of yourself? First, yeah. For example, that's, that's not a little task to do. No, it's not. But, but first, I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. First, yeah. first, what we need to take is the responsibility. That's what I'm taking with me. Yeah. Yeah. I take responsibility. I not receive responsibility. I can't receive responsibility. Yeah. I need to take Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So I, I go to the source of the problem in the relationship and I take what's mine. I take my talent with me. I take my responsibility with me. I take my checks with me. And I leave the, what's not mine. Mine is not your responsibility. My, it's not your talents. I don't need your talents. I don't need to take away from you what's yours because it's so plenty what's mine. And in this toxic relationship, what the people usually do, they want to strip other parts from what's not theirs. It's, what's so an example of that?
For example, I want to you hurt wanna... you when because I didn't I didn't want I was not empowered enough to move away when I needed. So I want to take and want to blame you for that without first taking my responsibility for me staying in a relationship for longer than it was needed and necessary. So I want by not taking my responsibility, I'm leaving my responsibility with you. And with that, I'm leaving a source of my strength mm. will be left behind me. And also what I want to take, it's uh, your responsibility. Because you are the responsible why our relationship is like this. Because that misblaming is coming like, who is responsible? And I'm going to take, you are responsible for the breakup, and you're going to tell me I'm responsible for the breakup. What happened there is this uh, triangle, uh, this uh, diagonal uh, of taking what's not mine. I'm taking well, yeah. this. So healthily, though, then you leave and you take your responsibility for your part. They may or may not take responsibility for their part, but that doesn't but that's matter. That's not your problem. Exactly, yeah, that's, that's what I'm problem. saying. So if, if long as you take that, if you if you leave, you recognize it's toxic, you take responsibility for your part and take back what's yours, then the rest you you leave behind because it's there. It's there. What do I what 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 can I leave, for example, of mine in a toxic relationship? I can leave my good habits that I lost in a relationship. Take them for back. For example, yeah, you, you need to take them back. Your take good them habits, back is you. that what you said? Yeah, good habits and my talents that I stopped using once I started the relationship. I, I won't leave them with you. Mm-hmm. I need to take them with me. And then immediately, you know, uh, because that's a sacrifice, what you say, like, oh, my God, I was doing yoga before I met you. And look at me two years later. I'm not doing nothing because you never wanted to join the classes. Uh, yeah, either, yeah. That's just typical. That's neither, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's neither taking a responsibility yeah, yeah. and neither taking the talent. Right. You know, yeah, uh, but take, let's taking bring... it all good and bad. But so then the dog, though, how does that work with the dog? Because the dog's going to help us take all of that through them with us. Ah. Because they, what, what they can teach us, for example, they are always living 24 seven in present. They don't they don't have an, uh, uh, they, they don't have an, uh, a future or the past as an experience. They just live from the past experiencing and until the pattern is not changed and the change is instant when you work with aggressive dogs when you work with any dogs that have any behavioral issues yeah and you switch and create the res- uh, environment in which the response the dog are willingly giving to us creates a pattern and habit of the good behavior you lose anxiety, you lose aggressivity, you lose chewing, pulling, uh, even getting, you know, uh, getting sick. When, or, or, you know, uh, 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 that, that's kind of maybe too hard to claim. But I saw with my eyes that the people that did their job properly, they were able to save the dogs by taking the burden that belongs to me. Mm-hmm away from a dog. But that's not able, you, you, we can't do that without uh, doing a constellation or using some tools. So we need to do a constellation in order to see what the burden the dog is taking on them that makes them create this, uh, this um, undesirable behavior. Yeah, and I think that's what's fascinating because that's something you do then with clients, a, a, a consult 
if you will, like for the order of harmony to see how that's working in the family dynamic or in the, the parent dog dynamic. Yes, that's that's what the, we, we because there is a you know doggy mom academy, doggy parent academy is okay. This is the way with the dogs, and this is the way. I know. I'm definitely definitely doing this before I get another dog. Because for those of you who don't know, my sweet Izzy passed away. She hung on much much longer than they thought she would make it. Probably just uh, to be there for me. Um, but now that I've come to understand this more, like. I definitely would want to go through Doggy Mom Academy so I understand better how what I think is loving them is not necessarily their best support. Yeah, because that's that's you know we need to learn the forgotten language. Yeah. The what we call dog behavior is actually dog communication and it's yeah. a language. So and like you know, when we when I talked at the beginning about when I was in this relationship and we added to our family a new dog, Izzy got aggressive. Like she got like she was aggressive with her food and just like like I'd never seen her like that before. And I thought it would take time for her to adjust because that's what they tell you. Yeah. Now, in hindsight, I see like she probably, you know, there's something else going on. Like she felt like she needed to protect me. Or there was but look, look, I just know a little bit of the pieces and puzzle from yeah. that story. But look at this now. Look at now what, you know, in the real life, constellation yeah. changed. Okay. Yeah, we split up. You have your ex, <laughs> yeah. your stepson, you're easy. Yeah. Right? Yes. And now the other dogs of your stepson is coming in the picture, right? Yes. And easy becomes aggressive to the dog. Yes. Now, when you put everything that you need, because if you have a, if you have a, if you have a, um, if you have a ex-husband or boyfriend, his, uh, his, uh, his son, son, your stepson, you have Easy, and now you have dog that represents something to the son, that makes Easy angry. Yeah. To that dog, and then when you when you broader the picture what was the reason that you and your uh, ex separated who is missing in that portion when you have ex you have ex you have a son of the ex but in order to have a son of the ex the son need to have a mother and then the easy become aggressive to the son's dog that was representing something is his in his life that he's missed so much that easy become aggressive on so now you have a challenge that becomes your your family system and the family system of your son-in-law, uh, of your stepson, become confronted. Mm. Whew. Because, because that system, his, the, your son's stepson system includes his mom. Yeah. And now Izzy becomes aggressive towards the dog of your stepson. Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty clear constellation. Who is unwanted in a relationship? This, the the mom. The mom. Yeah. And then when you unveil the situation, unreveal the situation, who is uh, your ex in relationship with? <laughs> the mom. <laughs> so it's kind of like now when everything is gone, she's back in the picture. Totally. Of course. Yeah. The, of course the easy was sending you the messages. Girl, our time here is it's done. Done. Yeah. Wow. And it was because I like it just, yeah, it was like a quick, 
It was they, a... the, guy, the little boy uh -huh. bought her mom back in a family through the dog. Through the dog. Through the dog. Through the dog. Because for the boy, the, no matter which kind of relationship the father and the mother has, for the child, the, the parents remain the parents forever. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. child wants child wants so hard to save the marriage of their parents that they would take a lot of burden on their own in order to save the marriage of your of, of the parents. So that's where the and now just a little bit of knowing your story and you shared it. Thank you for your because it's you in order to be as open as you are, you need to be so brave. So applaud to your bravery to join this call and to join this journey because it's not easy to let secrets not overwhelm you. Yeah. Not make secrets be even more impactful to your life because you are ashamed or every, we all suffer from that. Yeah. But well, the... it helps so much though, honestly. I mean, this is part of why I wanted to come and do this with you because I think like everybody can benefit this. I am certainly not the only one that has been in this type of situation and you try to make sense of it. You know, I, with this situation, I, I tried so hard and I was never trying to be his mother, but the dynamics are complex, right? Yeah, and are. we don't have any idea how a pet coming into that can be this representative and like give us this signal. Like, that's what I mean. Like I knew Izzy's behavior changed drastically and I just didn't know why, you know? And I, and again, they tell you, oh, it takes time for them to adjust. And she never did. And the dog was very bonded to me too. Both of them were very bonded to me, but it makes so much sense when you say it in that thing that how Max could, that, that's Max was really scared of dogs until Izzy and he got comfortable with dogs through Izzy so much. So he wanted his own. Yeah. And then when we got one for him, it changed everything. But there you go. Now, now you have everything. Like he lived with who? Both the of guys, us. the Max. He lived 50, yeah, yeah. 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, he and now when you said he was scared of the dogs. Yeah. And after he met Izzy. Yeah. You know, and you with Izzy together, his perception, not only of the dogs, but of the feminine energy and of the different way of some mother can be or some other females can be, changed the perception of the guy or of the child towards his mother as well. Because that is what you taught them, you and Izzy. He got him closer to the dogs mm -hmm. that he needed as a resource in order for him to get closer to his mother. And that's what happened. That's the outcome of your relationship with them. That's it. You and Izzy are on your path. And them as a family reunited mm -hmm. are on that path. Yeah. And the dog, the dog make it happen. And you're, you, you would never know which kind of dynamic would be there if Izzy wouldn't be aggressive or if you wouldn't need to worry about that and if you that's something that shouldn't bother you. So when order of harmony, this family constellation is put together. Wow. Then we are I mean, I'm sorry. I just have to take a minute. That makes so much sense, though. <laughs> I mean, it really makes so much sense that, that Max could have wanted his mom, mom in our house. So that way when we were all together, because we had a good relationship, but his mom is his mom. And so that way he had me, his dad, Izzy, and the representative of his mom all together yeah. when he was with us. 
and then later he just uh, he just got what he needed in order to uh, that's that's the dynamic then then you become then you become a part of the bigger picture that destiny and that's something that we cannot control <laughs> what we can do is turn destiny is in our behalf so help us help us glide on the wind of the destiny yeah. don't change it because it's unchangeable well, we choose we chose the parents yeah cho- no no once you need to why, why it's, what's unchangeable no no I, no i was Which saying we, i i was saying then instead of like sometimes we look at a like a a, a relationship that ends as failed but if you see it through the eyes of destiny, Izzy and I were meant to collide with them. And we, in a sense, helped Max get closer to his mom. Isn't that a nice and wonderful uh, task to do yeah. for someone? Yeah, it really is. And I mean, and when you, it doesn't feel like that when, when everything you busts, are going through. busts apart, you know, but. Yeah, because it's not an, it was never a focus on the little guy. Because he was in a relationship with his dad. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was all about getting Guy back to his mom. Oh, and you did it so perfectly. Oh, oh! so when you say Guy, you said it was about Max. I, I mean it, like a little Max, yes. It, it was, was about getting Max back to his mom. That was my purpose. I, can, I don't know, but it's kind of like out from this little constellation. Yeah. And then now you have a wonderful relationship. And which guy, how can maybe, you know, you don't know, does this guy, you know, Max sitting, you know, writing his letters to you every single night, thanking you for making a place for his mom to come back. Mm. And if we switch the focus from this guy that we had a toxic relationship with, to the benefit of how did we benefit it and on a bigger scale like you are the angel to someone to the max are you still there i got you frozen or i don't know am i frozen can you hear me okay yeah yeah so yeah yeah, you are back i mean there was good and bad in our relationship like you know everything but i with the distance, you know, you're able to see he was one of my biggest teachers for me to, to, like you said, I mean, I definitely own my part in everything. Um, and why I did what I did was what I did and got to learn, you know, why I, why I did those, you know, why that, why that pattern was there for me. But it's so interesting this piece, I guess, more than focusing on me and my ex, like that, that all the reasons why people come together and again, just understanding how there was such a contentious relationship between his mom and his dad. And I was caught in the middle in the triangle. I mean, she did not like me being there. Absolutely did not like me being there, even though her son and I got along well, and I told her I wasn't trying to be the mom and, you know, just wanted to be supportive. It's amazing that this could still come out like it did, you know? Yeah. And, and now when you, when you have all the pieces of the puzzle in a place, the memory to that relationship might heal on a different path, taking you to the arms of, the, of, of something that will be completely new and unknown to your relationship moving on. Yeah. Right. Well, to my relationship? Oh, you mean like that will teach me something? X, the future, yeah, yeah, future yeah. relationship. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. it helped me heal a lot of things. 
you know. Yeah, so now, you know, once once we break the pattern, we break the pattern of the, you know, same yeah. uh, same type of the people that we met and end up being in a relationship. Yeah, with. can I? But for example, can I ask you a question sorry. though, too? Could the dog that we got for Max represent something for me also? Uh, obviously, you and his mom are in, right? Yeah. And it might be because the dog stayed with them means that there is a there is there that's part of their system. Yeah, that but was of Max course. His, well. Yeah, but of course the system, the 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 relationship. Uh, it's very complex. Once you are in a in a, in a position to care about someone else's child and to have a stepson or stepdaughter, things like that, the family dynamic and the healing um, through the family constellation system is possible. But it's also sometimes uh, not possible to preser preserve, preserve the relationship, yeah. right? But just to end it on the better terms. Yeah, that's just what we end didn't... it on time, right? Yeah. And that that's, if we yeah. don't know, because some, some relationships are meant to last until the common and the mutual interest is not fulfilled. Yeah. So we merge because of something, whatever something was. Maybe if you wouldn't be in a place of that Max, of that little guy. If, he, if his father would meet some, some other Shannon <laughs> that doesn't have easy or whatever, that family for that little Max would never come together. Come and that you never know the destiny of that child, what that would bring. And then you, your, uh, your benefits from learning and then interact with the people of the same kind with a different, uh, with a different, uh, uh, in a different way that finally leads us to handling the same time of the people mm -hmm. with a different attitude. And then we leave the relationship when they are not hurtful enough and uh, as yeah. much for us because we are aware of the resources that we have at our, uh, at our disposal to use them uh, when, when needed. And that's no better teachers for us rather than dogs. And how do we come, the, the problem with the dogs is just, we are not aware of that. In order to become aware of that, we need a order of harmony. Con we need constellation, a, yeah. Con oh my gosh, I want to say everybody, know. go get this. <laughs> I'm like, everybody should go yeah. get this now. <laughs> because yeah, it, you, it really clears up so much stuff, not just for, I mean, for everybody, for you, for your dog, for your family. Like it, I mean, I so yeah. wish I had known this back then because I stayed longer trying, trying, trying. And actually the dog was bonded more to me and really probably bum bummed Max out because he wanted to have that bond. But it also like our relationship, I stayed past the point, like you said, when it was that sign yeah, could have been a sign that like Izzy was trying to say, this is time for us to go, mom. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And you see that, and you see like how the pattern comes, like easy comes in your life. Yeah. You leave the corporate world. Yes. Max's dog come to your life. You leave a toxic relationship. Yeah. So it's kind of like the dogs are always coming into our life on the very important stepping stones. The question is, you know, oftentimes you hear this, oh my God, we took a dog and the dog saved our marriage and things like that uh, it can happen it can happen that the dogs are actually saving the relationship because they are bringing the forgotten and important resource of the healthy marriage and relationship that didn't exist in a relationship uh, before that okay 
But if the couple remains unaware of it and take a dog for granted as a dog, not as a representative, that marriage usually fails like in a pieces like oh. a like a like a because there is there is a possibility. Mm -hmm. Everything is just a possibility. Will we use it or not? It might be a choice and a decision. Because when you know, well, now when you know about order yeah. of harmony, now when you know about the tools, now become yes. a choice. And when we are choice, uh, consciously choosing not to use a resource, the price to pay for that is usually much higher than if you are not aware. If we are not aware of, you know, failing uh, of the, because the law of gravity have, because of the law of gravity, we have tables, we have chairs, but the fear of falling from the plane or of the roof of the house prevents us from, you know, not being in a harmony with the law of gravity and we can end up being hurt. Yeah. You know, we can kill ourselves if we, you know, but the law of gravity doesn't care. Are you conscious about its existence <laughs> or not? Right? right. It's there, you know, but if you are conscious, you can use it to create airplanes. So you, 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 you use a force mm. in your behalf to serve you and then to take you from, from, from one point of the world to the another because you are in harmony with the law. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it really, it, it really does make so much sense. And, you know, I, I, you know, you and I hadn't talked about this piece, you know, in the, in the, in the story. Um, but it's really kind of nice to sort it out with you as you're explaining this, as we're explaining this to everybody, because, had I left sooner when we got the dog, things would have been more harmonious. And in the end, I am really glad and thankful that that's the way it went because it wasn't the best, obviously, for me. And it wasn't, it was what it reunited them as a family. <clears throat> me, me, there you go. Yeah, she had gotten divorced, so she was single again. And then when I left, he was single again. And then the three of them were able to be back together again. Yeah. And, you see I mean, what the power and, of little child. I can't imagine like his letter to the Santa Claus. Yeah, right. And I'm happy for him, you know, yeah, because course. all I ever wanted for him was to have everything that he needed and wanted to be safe, healthy and happy. And his parents argued all the time. And I think when her partner went away and when I went away, I think they get along better now. It's a, again the constellation. No one can wear the, No one can fit a one. One shoes can be wear with the two legs. Two different person cannot fit in one pair of shoes. Yeah. And that's where the struggle comes when we want to fit in a shoes that's not ours. Yeah. And there is someone else already wearing those shoes. Yeah. That's how we lose our identity. That's how we lose our des destiny. That is how we lose our identity because I'm not who I identify. I am. That's my perception of who I actually am. Until when I come to a sap of my existence, then doesn't matter how who I am. Then I am. Yeah. And I don't depend of how the world sees me or who <laughs> expects me or how you're gonna call me or what you're gonna label me. I am. I don't mind. Mm -hmm. And that when I when I wanna give a power to you and I identify. And I want you to see me as I want you to see me. Then it's actually a life of someone else that I represent. And I want to be seen beyond my existence. And that takes us nomad, you know, in a, in a very, a very, 
uh, hidden dynamics and secrets of the family that, that are just revealed through my identity, who I am. Sasha? No, that's my name. Mm-hmm. Male? No, that's my sex. Right. Uh, Caucasian uh, tanned guy? <laughs> no, that's a purple. That's Miami, yeah. and that's my color skin. Yeah. But it's not my sap of my existence. It's not who I am. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think like we, uh, I think I can think we end like, here? I yeah, could talk I th- to you like forever. I think it's a good place to end. And, and I just again, we'll talk about this more in future episodes. But I am not kidding. This, this is so important. This is like, like scratching the surface of really how dogs integrate with our lives and how what we get to become conscious of so we can give them the best life. And yes. learn from them too, because they are trying to teach us things also. But we, if we're not conscious, we miss it. Like we miss, yeah, because we, we miss what they're communicating to us through their behavior. Yeah, that's not a behavior. It's a communication. It's a, communication. It's a way they talk to us. Yes. Yeah. And that is what we learn. Doggy Mom Academy yeah. is learning the doggy language. Yeah. Because if you want to communicate with your baby, you need to know the language. It's not English. Yeah. It's not Swedish. It's not human language. Well, and it's like when you're a first-time mom, you're you like the baby cries because it, it's it's hungry, tired, or you know has a wet diaper. Like, and the the dogs have a wolf-like behavior pattern and the thinking and emotional state and everything. And the wolf is very unique creature on the planet because the family dynamic is so hard and structured and embedded in their core DNA. Mm-hmm. And that is why, they, why the wolf and the humans were able to join in the same family because they're both, like humans, are the pack of the... It's a, it's a family. Yeah. The, 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 the definition of the family is a, the de- definition of the pack is a family. Right. So mother and the father with the different generations of the offspring. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the same if you would have a human family. It's a mother and the father with the different generations of the offspring. Right. Yeah. So that is why the dogs and the humans were able to join because the dynamic of the pack and the, the pack. family dynamic is a very simple and easy way of hierarchy yeah. structured. Yeah, but the higher, their hierarchy structure in the on based on the respect, and the leadership position is gained not by being alpha and being aggressive and no, that's bullying. That's bullying. But the the leadership position is leader inspires. Right. And if we learn the language of the leadership that inspires the family members and everyone around us, yes. In order to communicate with our dogs, then the dogs will willingly. Do whatever it takes to take us to wherever we need to go. And wherever humans, where do they go? To forever journey of self-discovery. And that is where the dogs are taking us. If you would be conscious about you and Izzy and you and Max's dog, then you would be much able to faster recognize the patterns and the dynamics and the constellation and the messages that should be delivered and faster action would bring the better and, uh, and uh, you know, faster you would come where we, where we are today, you know? Right, right. I guess. Yeah. So uh, just before we end, I want to thank 
uh, my wonderful husband, Vedran, for his hard work of putting this show together. Yes. So we love, love you so much. He stopped being be, uh, in front of the camera, but he's very, everything you see, probably the communication and whatever goes uh, in a chat and everything is done by, done by him. So a big him. shout out to his perfect and dedicated work that I wouldn't be yes. able, we wouldn't have this show the way it, uh, you know, it's so much uh, less distraction uh, when we don't need to think about the technical things. So thank yeah. you, Vedran, thank for you, everything. Thank you, Vedran. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He is. He's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's, in a, he's somewhere in, in I, his I, little uh, IT I, room. Can, uh, and, and, and again, like after this huge things, I just do want to emphasize, though, on this closing note, that, that, okay, please. that when I, because when I found out about Doggy Mom Academy, that, that something like that exists, or doggy dad academy it's for both doggy parent doggy it's parent too much. Um, no, yeah, yeah like you learn much more beyond much more beyond than just your dog too you learn so much about yourself and so much about them that like it's just a, it's just like a must i i just hope everybody will check it out because that session just doing order of harmony even if they didn't do that the session with you on the order of harmony would get them started um, of just un that understanding of the, where the dog's place is with them, their relationship with their dog, their relationship with, within the family. Um, so yeah, I just, I, you know, hindsight, I, I'm definitely going to do all of this before I <laughs> embark on another dog. And now, I know, and now I know when I get a dog that that dog is coming at that time for a reason also. So. And usually the dogs very come. They come unexpectedly. No matter how much you try, they come exactly when they're. You go for one, you pick the other one. That's you don't even know where they come from and how did this happen? How this so fast mm -hmm. happened? I wanted dog all my life, and here he comes. Or I wanted another dog, and we just didn't have a place, and suddenly there is a place for another <laughs> dog, because everything, every single dog, no matter how many of them is in role of representing the resource we need in order to move our life forward. Isn't that need to go? It's amazing. Gives me chills. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I went to get one dog and I ended up getting Izzy. It was not what I planned. Yeah, but she, there you go. she called out and I kept saying, getting distracted. And I said, well, who is this? And I, once I picked her up, the rest was history. That was a match. That was a message from the from the destiny. That's a message from the higher source. It's a message from something greater than we can ever imagine. We can't. We can't. Beautiful. We can't. Yeah, it is. You just we just we just need to learn how to live the life in pure love and harmony. And what is the life in pure love and harmony? Is actually you know acknowledging every single one as they are. The order. And once you understand. The, first, the order of harmony, mm -hmm. the order of love, uh, taking a responsibility for, the, for everything that needs to be taken, but not more than that. That's also very important. Where the responsibility of mine stops. Yes. That's also order. That's order. And that's enough that I take responsibility, but mm -hmm. not a single inch or, or single drop more than it's needed. Yeah. Then it become a burden. And right. no matter is it the burden size of a drop or an ocean, it's still in the water. And it can feel like... Uh, yeah. Know. Too much. I know. Too and much. I, yeah. Wow. It's a lot. Such good stuff. So okay. Good. There you so go. Good. We're going to talk more about this stuff. We'll I think this more. is a good pace. I, oh, my God. Like, we are, like, almost two hours... <laughs> 
two hours and it looks like we just started. So yeah, uh, welcome to Pure Love and Harmony podcast with Sasha and Shannon. And we see you next Wednesday at 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Eastern time. Thank you, All Shannon, right. so much. Thank, Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Sasha. Bye. Bye.